0: <laughs> uh yeah now, so that's, I,
1: what you, that's what you call balance as a woman i went from beyonce to biggie <laughs> <laughs> yes. no, no
0: but as we were saying like i don't think uh i can't remember what year it was it had to be 20 i want to say 2014 or 2015 You know what it was? I was—I remember. I think I was telling you this. I was broke. (laughs) I wasn't broke, but like my my girl at the time was making like forty or fifty thousand more than I was making, or something crazy. And I was like, "Nah."
1: (laughs) But how? how, Like, how did that? I'm always curious, like, from a man's perspective, because I actually remember dating a guy that told me his ex, like. Even at the time I never told him how much money I made, but he would kind of like hint about how much money he made and I knew I made more than him. Yeah. But I remember him saying like his ex had made more and he was like but that didn't bother him. But they also at the time when you know when he was with her they were married so yeah. it, you know it was possibly different but I'm curious how do you feel about that?
0: Uh in the back of my head I think it bothered me, but it bothered me because she could do things for herself that I wasn't able to Couldn't. do for her. Or like I was stretching myself thin to try to keep up with her finances.
2: <laughs> so I was in competition
0: <laughs> with the fact that she could buy stuff for herself. Like, cause you know, especially being raised by a single mom, you know, I'm a man's man, right? Like right. open doors, pull out chairs, you take care of everything. So, um, yeah, I, I was just in, but it was good. I will say it was good because it was healthy competition because we both I started out making more than her. (laughs) And then Mm. she went on to, um, you know, get a certain position, which then uh, catapulted her to even better opportunities. And she just never stopped. So while she was like, uh, you know, doing that through the government. I was working on. I was working in private sector and like, if you didn't have any skills, you didn't have a degree mm-hmm. in private sector, they not messing with you. Right. So that was like my, uh, pursuit of money. <laughs> and no, I,
1: can, I, I can dig it.
0: Yeah. So I remember working at the bank and all of that stuff. And then like, just at some point I was like, all right, I got to get into tech cause that's where the money's at. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's kind of all she wrote from there, but that's when I stopped going out.
1: Yes. It's so funny. I have this same, I always have this debate with my, my best friends, right? Because they always like, you know, um, you know, I always say, I want a man that's in my ballpark figure. Right. And they think it's just because I'm saying, oh, I want him to make a certain type. And it's like, no, but it's bigger than that. Because I understand how some egos are a little fragile. Like how some men may not be able to, Withstand the fact that I make more like than him because, you know, if you know me, if I go in the store and I want it,
0: exactly, I'm gonna get (laughs) it. Yeah, and but but also imagine, imagine as a man you're as a man you're responsible though, like, Mm. I don't feel like we talk about that enough. Is that the man is responsible for (laughs) it. In my mind, right, most men are responsible for everything. So even if you don't make all the money, if something, if the lights go out and she make more than you, you still got to figure out how to get them lights on. If she make more than you and she blowing her money, because like that wasn't the problem for me. It wasn't the fact that she was not only making more money, but it was like, I need to be able to supply all of our necessities and her wants and needs. You know right. what I mean? so because most of the time when dudes make more money than they women they now you just not care you she still make more money than you because you don't care about her money right so She doing whatever the hell she want with her money and she doing whatever the hell she want with your money like so it, it, it yeah. wasn't really that it was just like yo if i don't get this bag she bad with her money <laughs> I hate to, say, hate to say, like, I'm not, but we were young, you know what I'm saying? And like you said, like, if you want something, so to her, it was like, well, I could just work more and get more. And mm-hmm. I was more of a, like, that's not always how life works, you know? Like, <laughs> right. you need right? to have something to tuck so that in case something happened or you run into a wall or something happens. So yeah, man, nah. like, real, real men are responsible for the good and the bad. And yes, that's a heavy load when and, and you probably shouldn't feel that way. And maybe that is ego, but if you taking care of the house, you taking care of your woman, you taking care of your family, you should be making you should be making money. I don't know right. <laughs> I don't know how dudes don't wanna wanna do that. Like that's that's ridiculous yeah. to me.
1: And and although I say ego, I also feel like it's innate as well. Like it's like it's natural, i believe like for a man like like what you're saying to want to do those things or like feel the need to do those things so it's just like you know i always say like you know granted some men are different than depending on like the relationship and the circumstances like i do believe you know and this is based off my experience with my dad grandfather you know like friends like you my yeah. brother like you know what i'm saying like for the most part, it's gonna be okay. And then it's just gonna be and if that woman is not mindful of it, like she can she can damage their relationship by saying certain things, not even realizing, like, you know what I'm saying, like that she's doing it or whatever the case may be, you know, subconsciously you might be like, you know, he'd be like, Oh, well, <laughs> wait till i get paid again you're like no i want it now no i ain't waiting
0: till you get why i gotta wait till you get
1: paid wait till you get paid yeah she just
0: you (laughs) just punched me in my stomach (laughs) you just punched me in my stomach telling me wait till i get paid
1: (laughs) I get paid like what you mean like so and, and it don't even have to be or it could just be the simple just like i i just i guess because you know it's so crazy too i feel like i have a lot of guy friends And because I have a lot of guy friends, I talk to them, right? Not talk to them just to like converse, but I'm I'm curious, like fill my cup up. Let me understand and make me better. So when my husband come along, it's like, I understand, like, okay. Like, and uh, as much as I know I want it and I can get it, if he's telling me to wait, I'm going to wait. Right, Right. Like, because I understand how important that is for him to leave because he also may be doing it out of certain decisions he's making it's like
0: okay cool back like all right we'll, we'll wait right right so
1: it,
0: yeah, yeah we're getting we're getting away from the <laughs> <laughs> from the from the uh podcast let's get into this welcome to the keep it up with the podcast where we discuss lifestyle fitness and motivation i'm your host uplifting and i have with me today the great the one and the only rich auntie say hello <laughs> hey guys <laughs> so it's good to have you back it's been about a year mm-hmm. and speaking of money how's business <laughs> how's business
1: business is good um there are weeks where there are no sales <laughs> and there are weeks where it's like like ooh. In a week or two, three days, it's like, ooh, five orders? Cool. Like, I like this. Like, um, the only consistent thing in sales is there's no consistency.
2: Wow. But,
1: like, it's very much there's no consistency. Um, again, uh the 28th is our birthday.
2: Okay. So we have our one year birthday.
1: Thank you. Um, so within this year. It's, it's been very much up and down you know learning um how to do this learning what to do what sales to push when to sell when to push new merchandise like all of this is a, a lesson right and because of that um and just also realizing you know the competition like also growing the brand brand awareness um like really putting that out there and building that trust with the customers and the consumers. Um, that's the the biggest thing because that's what's gonna keep the the constant sales coming in. So right now, like I honestly don't think about sales. Mm-hmm. Like that's because that's not my goal. My goal is brand awareness and relationship building, brand, building that rapport because as much as we have social media right. um, you know, to help market, like a lot of times, especially, you know, being a woman's boutique, a lot of times it's gonna be, oh, I like your outfit where I got where you get it from. Right. right. Like type thing. So having those those um, referrals, basically kind of like unsolicited referrals is the best thing to do, because if you're a customer and you like the experience you had with me, like it could be something as simple as I really think I like this, but I'm not sure if the shoes match or whatever. You know, sometimes if time permits, it's like send me the picture right? Like, you know, let me see and I can tell you whatever. Like, pe- those are things people are going to remember and they're going to relay that message. Like, she was really cool They it was really cool to answer my questions. Like, you know, like, whatever the, the situation may come about, they're going to be willing to share that. And you hear that, you're like, what? I like that. Like, I'm a, I'm going to try them out. I'm going to look at them, see what they got. And, you know, I'm going I'm to see if I can get that same experience because that's what it, it basically is. Right. is making sure that the experience is like one of a kind.
0: And is there a big misconception in sales where people think that you sold 10,000 this week and that's how much profit you have is 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 that a real thing cuz I don't really understand do. you know I don't understand the the sales side is it like if you sell 10,000 is that 10,000 earned dollars?
1: No. So depending on um, how much you pay for the merchandise, uh, what do you call your price margins as far as to how much you want to be able to, to make off your pieces, depending on how many pieces you have, you have to calculate it in your shipping, the pieces that you have to package it. Like it's, there are so many factors that, that are tied into it um, that how you actually have to find your, your end number and your, your margins in order for you to see profit but being as though that this is just the first year of launching for the website
2: uh-huh.
1: it's going to, I, I got four more years before I can really like tell you about like the, the sales and what it looks like right now. Sales is again, I don't look for the sales. Like sales is, are just like little, like indicators that we're like kind of breathing. Right.
2: Right. 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 <laughs> In the
1: sense. Sales are just an indication of, of breathing. Um, but ultimately, building all those other things the money comes in so the the goal eventually of course is always to make money but the goal is to bring brand awareness and make sure those reports are like non you know like are unbreakable and again those unsolicited unsolicited referrals
0: yeah i i I hear you talking a lot about referrals maybe is it because that you're focusing more on, let's say, branding than uh, making money at this point? Not necessarily, like you say, you don't want to make any money, but it's really hard to start a, a fashion line, right? So mm-hmm. is it is the focus at this point throughout this year branding and when did you figure that out or was that from the beginning?
1: Uh, no, it was as I grew,
0: okay. um,
1: cause initially it was like, I gotta get the money. Like I put right. the money out, <laughs> and I gotta put the money back. Right. Like that was the initial standpoint on it. Um, but as I started reading more, started researching, like I realized like, okay, I'm going about this the wrong way. Hmm. Um, again, um, the branding and everything is basically kind of like the top of the pyramid, or, mm-hmm. And then everything kind of falls down. And at the bottom of the pyramid is the money. So it's it's big because I realize again those people that are going to you know those unsolicited unsolicited uh, referrals are going to be the people that bring me more people, and then those people are going to bring me people. So it's literally a ripple effect. So you want to continuously build that and make sure that you have that. Like think about it. A lot of times when you think about Chick fil A like you think of anytime you go there the people are so nice right and then it's a bonus that the food the food is good like right right, right, like, right like you know what i'm saying like or when you go in like i like trader joe's right like you going into trader joe's they're always nice i love when they bring the little bell like you know there's, there's things about them that makes that experience good to where you want to come back to spend your money with them like even like as a woman in the beauty industry, hair. Right? You can have someone that does amazing hair. But if the experience is horrible, you're not going back and giving them your money. Like like I'm about to spend my money with you and you was acting all snotty. Like, you know, and it's it's a fun thing that we say as women, you go get your hair and stuff done, like you're you're um you know, you're your beautician, like they low key be your therapist. Right? right, right. You talk to them, you go you go for an experience. Like, and it's so funny because um a lot of people that I grew relationships with that were my hairstylists became my friends. Because mm. you you know, you talk to them, you get your hair done, like my braider, me and her talk on FaceTime. Like she yeah. like she became a, a friend. And it was because of her the experience with her. Like she was flexible, she had really good prices. Like, I loved her work, right? Like, it was it was there, but it was all a package deal. It wasn't just because, her, you know, she had good work. Like, who wants to sit in four hours getting her hair braided and the person is an asshole, basically. Like, right. nah, you don't want to do that.
0: Right. So, is that why you created the uh, ambassador program for yourself?
1: Yes! I'm so excited. We launched it this month. Um, Yes, um, I kind of did it selfishly. I did it for that reason. And I also did it a little selfishly um, on my part. But it was also strategic, right?
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Because as you are branding yourself and you're putting content out there, sometimes you can kind of get a little burnout um, from trying to push out so much content or being able to create content. And um, also just realizing that everyone doesn't look like me. Right. So because everyone doesn't look like me, my goal was to make sure that, that I had different um, body types and uh, complexions, all of that. So where when you go to the site, you can see you in the merchandise. Like that was like something I was really, really big on, especially because I go from a small to a 3X. Like I'm not a small, nor am I a 3X. Right. right so I know I'm in the middle but it's kind of hard for and I'm short I always say if somebody tall beside me we look like the number 10 because I'm short and round like <laughs> <laughs> so because of that I know everyone doesn't look like me and they'll see me and they'll think like oh she's she's shorter than I am how would those pants fit me like yeah. I'm taller than her like because this is how we shop and it's online I don't have brick and mortar I want to be able to make sure that's depicted like so people can really be able to see themselves. So, you know, having that um, brand ambassador allowed that. And then it also allows for other women to have a seat at the table. Like, I really, really feel like, you know, businesses um, don't always offer that, like Mm -hmm. um, the opportunity for people to to make money as well. Like my, my brand ambassadors, they get to make commission. And a select few actually get free merchandise. Like you already going out. Like, so when you go out, take a picture of this outfit when you go. Create content and you got a free outfit. And now that's content that I can reuse, repurpose, and I don't have to have the pressure on myself to actually do it.
0: Yeah, that's a that's actually a really great idea. The ambassador program, I thought that would definitely take things to the next level for you just because. Uh, there was a business that uh, it's a popular beer. I can't think of who it is, but the way that they were a, the uh, CEOs were able to really um, grow the brand and and raise money is by allowing people a percentage of the business at mm. certain times who uh, purchase. You know, <clears throat> they and they they have a uh, creative uh, input on the beer as well. You know, like certain lines mm-hmm. or certain. Uh, Beers, beer tastings and things of that nature as well. And it's allowed them to grow exponentially. Um, Yeah, but growing fast or trying to grow fast. um, You spoke about burnout. And what I was wondering is, how do you manage your expectations so that you don't feel burnout? I mean, you're in year one. And I'm sure you wanted to do a lot of things that maybe you didn't check the box for this year. I'm, I mean, you could tell me otherwise, but.
1: Um, no. So burnout is very real. Um, and it's not only just because of my business, it's very much just life, right? Like life was, life was life. in Like for me this year, like it was like, woo like my birthday in January and my birthday wish was for me to thrive and no longer survive. And God was like, okay, well, baby, we're going to get you there. You got to kind of go through these things first, you know, yeah. to get you there. And, um, because of all those different things, my mom getting in the car accident, my uncle passed on Christmas, which Christmas, which we had the funeral in December, um, you know, with, with all of those different things, like work being very draining being, having a business, and then not always recognizing um, how certain relationships were, like, draining, like, personal business, work, like, all of those different things. Like, I'm gonna do not disturb um Queens right now. Yeah. Uh, I have my phone on do not disturb. It's been, it's probably been about almost a month now. Uh, you know, I got friends that are texting me, like, call me, and I'm just like, I will eventually. Like, I have huh. no pressure to <laughs> I, I, I don't feel any pressure or angst to to call um, and that's because I realized I was burnt out hmm. and because I realized I was experiencing burnout I had to kind of like take a step back right and, and how I showed up in my business was I showed up in whatever capacity I could show up in right. so it was like okay if I don't feel like creating new content uh, I can use my ambassadors I can repurpose mine I can post it and then I'm good right like I can make sure I spend an hour today doing all of my marketing emails. I'm good. Like whatever I had to give, I showed up in in that. And I didn't put those expectations on myself because I feel like for me personally, um, I know I pay attention to how I feel, right? Right. Like I'm very in tune with that. It's just like, okay, Um, not saying that I don't push myself. Like I have this saying, like I push myself, but not over the edge. Right. And because of that, it's like, all right, well, what can I do today? Right. To where I want, I can feel some type of accomplishment. I can continue to reach my grow, goal as a growing business to where I can be like, okay, you know, I did something, right. But what is that? Like, what do I have the capacity to do? Even if it's just posting a story, yeah, right. Like re- Like I did something, right. Like, what is that going to get me? I don't know, but I know I did something for my business today did I do something for myself today? Like understanding, like being very, very intentional with time, time management. And, and again, being very in tune with like how I feel. So it's just like, mm, no, I'm not going to put those expectations on myself because I I feel like for me personally, when I put those like expectations, I, I have burnout because it was like, Oh, I can do this. I can do this, but not realizing that I'm in a different, I'm on a different journey. And, this this journey requires a different part of me that can't do that.
2: Right.
0: I like how you said uh, you show up in whatever capacity that you can when it comes to burnout. I believe that Mm -hmm. the misconception with burnout is you just let go. You just stop working. And that Mm -hmm. may be the way that, you know, works for other people. But (laughs) I really feel like a part of work ethic is that you know, especially when you're doing something that you love to do. They say you never work a day in your life, right? So right. you're doing something that you love to do. And like you said, I'll show up and I'll do what I can. You got it. it you even took the time to go in your do not disturb cleanse, which I, I like that as well, where you figured out that I need time to focus, right? And this mm-hmm. is how I can best facilitate that for myself. And in that time, you got creative and said, "Let me allow the community to come in, brand ambassadors, and they can also be my uh, billboards for the brand, my marketing pieces for the brand." And I think right. that I think that's exceptional, just because, like I said, you're not, you didn't stop, you ran into the proverbial wall that we all run into when we're working hard and we're trying to make things happen too fast. And you found a way to not necessarily knock it down, but maybe get around it is yeah. perseverance of <clears throat> is you persevering through your business, helping you in your life at all?
1: Yes. Well, I would say this. Um, I feel like uh, it's it's so funny. Cause I feel like I'd be having a lot of things like, because I definitely know I've been here before. I was a queen. I was rich. Like, I was definitely some type of royalty, like, and I was very wise, okay? Like, okay. very wise. Um, because I realized that everything I need, I already have it in me. The situation just hasn't happened for it to show up, right? So, um, in the midst of me realizing that, like, uh, I I had to take a step back in the sense of, like, like I was saying, like, my Do Not Disturb uh, cleanse, and that was more for me right like i feel like everything i do is for me and how it helps me impact everything else that i do or everything that's around me so Mm. yes there are things i've learned about myself because of my business but i always put myself first um the Mm. cleanse was of course for you know, for me, and in the sense of of me, like, there was days where like, I I wasn't, like, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna work for a couple of days, like, and I literally would binge watch a TV show, right, Right. like, I didn't do nothing, like I said, the most I might do sometimes is repost, and then I put my phone down, right, Right. like, and I would just watch TV, and I would do things, and because I'm such a visual person, right, like, I think I was telling you one day, like, I love the blacklist, like, that's, that's my show, like, the I watched the back, the Blacklist, yes, for entertainment, but also for um, to feed my creativity, right? Um, because again, I'm a, such a visual person. I love the fact that when you watch certain shows, like the, those writers have such a way of being able to tell a story without they give you everything, but not a like they give they don't they give you enough, but not everything. Like they give you enough to keep you coming. But they keep you there, like, just, like, hanging on to the clip because you're just like, I want more, like, tell me more, like, what is going on? Right. And the way they tell the story and the way they they give you what you need, like, being able to sit in a room and be like, okay, I need to give them this so they could come back for that. And then if I give them that, they're going to want this. Like, being able to know your your customer, right, like, and to be able to tell a story, it is the best thing ever, like that's why sometimes people believe their own lies because the way they tell it like (laughs) like like, liars are the best storytellers right like if you find a way to be able to tell a story so create so creatively and so uh strategically people are going to always want to come back right like so learning those little things like that and finding ways how i can apply that like although I look at what other uh, people in my business are doing, yeah. I look at what other other companies are doing. What's the medical field doing? Like, what are they right. doing to, to be able to get consumers? What is what is the food industry doing? Like, because I know when I be on Instagram, I stay like, in these food pictures. Like, right. You know, like, wh- what are other people doing to be able to tell a story to make me want to now go look at your picture because I looked at this or look at your page because I looked at this one reel, right? right. Like, how do you do that? How do I capture this this one scene to make you come want to go now watch the series? Like, type thing. So it's like, that's how my mind thinks. And when you're pouring into everybody's cup, like, like I said, I'm on my Do Not Disturb. Like, I literally think I think it's like six people that's on my list that can kind of get through. Like, uh-huh. it's because those people pour into my cup when my cup is empty. Right? Like, Everyone pours into your cup in certain ways, but because I know where I'm at, I know the things that I need, right? Like I tell you, bro, you made it to you made it through. You want to do that, you can get through, right? Because I know if you call me with an issue, I can talk, I can listen. I have the capacity to listen and give yeah. you what you need because after you're done, I could be like, all right, my turn. Great. And it's not and it's not in a sense where, okay, well, I'm gonna call you back, or I just want to vent or it's like no, I I dumped on you per se. Now, hey, you can you can go ahead and pour what you need to pour out. Like like let's feed each other in whatever space. So that was part of that. And then just in the turn of that do not disturb, I was able to just kind of like reset, refocus, and just realign basically.
0: Yeah, I like how you said pe- the lies that people tell themselves. What is the biggest <laughs> truth pill that you had to swallow this year about your business as far as a challenge that you had to overcome
1: mm, the biggest truth was the sales that was it right like that was the biggest truth because it it does sometimes um there is a misconception like you think oh the money is just going to flow because everybody always shopping but it's like no it's much bigger than that And I had to be okay with like going a week, sometimes two weeks maybe without getting sales, Mm -hmm. but still be, but still have that like, Ooh, let me see what else I can get. Or how can I repurpose this outfit or how like to still be able to do that. Right. And, and not lose, not lose the passion behind it because just because money isn't coming in. Hmm.
0: Is there anything that, uh, you would tell someone who just recently started their business, they're in year 1 uh of their business or uh maybe they're in year 3 of their business mm-hmm. and they're thinking about, you know, closing up shop.
1: Um, I would say retrospect, right? Like literally um take a take a like pause, press pause In retrospect, like the biggest thing in your retrospect, remove your ego, Mm. like remove your ego and your pride and have a conversation with yourself. Like, where did you, and it's not even about like talking down to yourself or no. where did you mess up at? Right? Like find your, cause there are going to be things you, you mess up on and that's fine. Like my thing there are no losses just lessons so it's like really sit down and have that put that accountability mirror in front of you and have that conversation it's almost kind of like when you retrospect you put your 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 phone up like the mirror you could see it and you look and you look behind it but you still can see yourself in it type thing like you gotta have that moment where you're doing it because you need to look behind you and see like okay All right. When it came to, to marketing, like, how did I do, you know, like where were some areas I can, you know, improve, Uh, find people that you can connect with. Like one of my goals this year was to, to um, find more women entrepreneurs. Right. And, and learn off of them that, you know, like feed into each other and see how my ideas can help them or their ideas can help me just to have a different perspective. Like, um don't stop asking your friends and your family uh for their feedback because they're going to be looking at it with a bias right like be be very mindful of that so you need you need third parties it's kind of like your business need a therapist too (laughs)
2: like
1: like to be able to tell the the problems for them to be able to to kind of give you a different perspective on things like retrospect find someone that can be able to you can bounce ideas off of that's not your friend or your family like they could a mentor of some sort um and and really be okay with um it not going the way you thought it was going to go like that's the biggest thing like as soon as you think it's going to go one way it go complete opposite and that can be very discouraging but it's like it's literally your business is leading you so you got to follow it like <laughs>
0: like okay yeah i asked the definitely the the three-year question just because in the beginning you you spoke about you know essentially you're in year one of year five as far as Mm -hmm. your plan so if things don't go well (laughs) if things don't go well in in your business uh by year four year five, as far as what you expect to happen during that time. Um, what do you think you'll do?
1: Um, I'll take out what I know I'm good at Mm -hmm. and I'll get help on the things that I'm not like, I already do that now. Like I definitely don't have a problem with delegating. Um, but again, it would be literally like, um, taking my business and, Like I would not necessarily give it to someone else, but it would be like, look at this, right? Right. Tell me what I'm not seeing. Right. Because I'm clearly doing this for a purpose. Like me per like I know that I started this because God planted a seed in me. I sat still. He talked to me and did it was like, you need to move on this. And that's what I did. And I don't believe I'm I'm doing all of this to to quit. Like I I truly don't Hmm. believe it. So it's like If this particular thing don't work, there's something that's going to come out of it for me to do. That's going to continuously allow me to grow. And that's going to make me be an entrepreneur that don't have to work a a nine to five to supply my, 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 uh, my business. So when that time comes, I'm, I guess, because I know this is what I'm going to be doing. I can't say that I would stop. I would take that hard pause. Like, I would revamp, I would um, relaunch, <laughs> I would like rebrand, you know, like it's, it's so many things that you can do because it's like, okay, if I know that I've been good in this space, like how can I relaunch and have this more of a soul focus or how can I do this? Like, if I can see that this is solely my strength and this is where I really grew, then that, that's probably where I need to be focusing on and 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 actually, you know, hone in there but i I don't think no one should quit when you're gotten that far because you've learned so much. It can even it may even be to the point where like you learned so much that you realize that operating the business is not your forte. It's helping other people operate theirs
2: right right
1: like so it, it you have to really, really again, that's that you know retrospect, like looking at accountability mirror, look back and look at yourself what have i been learning what have i learned like as much as i i've had so many like moments in life where it's like uh that turbulence and it's like okay i don't like this oh i don't like this what am i supposed to be learning right like like assess and learn like remove that ego remove that pride and just really learn like yeah what am What am I supposed to be gaining right now? Cause I'm not losing anything. I'm, I'm gaining something, but what is it?
0: Well, I definitely feel that reflection is a, a big thing, right? Like I, I believe mm-hmm. I talked about it on one episode where I said reflect and take massive action. So mm-hmm. reflecting on the one year of your rich auntie brand, what is the story of your brand so far?
1: Um, the story is, um, one really uh, kind of like learning, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm the first entrepreneur in my family to have this type of platform. Right. Um, so, so learning, um, um, definitely is perspective, right? Perspective growth um a new sense of confidence Hmm. um a new sense of creativity a a real rich currency like uh and that's and it's it's funny because i say that in And this is something that I'm definitely going to do in reference to, because when I put out my brand, I never actually say what a rich auntie is, right? Um, I did a pop-up shop a couple of weeks ago. Well, it's actually been a couple of months now. Um, And I remember like walking up to one of the ladies and I was like, you look like a rich auntie. She was like, no, I'm not, I'm broke. And I was like, (laughs) no, you're not. (laughs) Like, no, you're not. But beyond just that, like why would you even say that about yourself, right? right? Like, and right. I had a whole conversation with her. And I'm like, you do realize that you are what you say you are, right? Like, and if you just said you broke sis, you ain't got nothing. And right. and being rich doesn't always mean monetary. Like, because if you're mm. rich in wisdom, you, you're you rich. Right. Because the fact that you have that, you have the knowledge, or you're rich in skills or whatever. Those things can make you rich monetarily. Uh, just because you have money don't make you rich. Because exactly. you could be, you could have a whole lot of money and be broke as hell. Broken. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, really embodying like the story of Rich Auntie is em- truly embodying that persona.
2: Okay.
1: Right, like that's something that I've known I was, but I've never fully embraced it, embodied it. Like, it's a whole new level of confidence and a whole new level of yes, I am her. Yeah, Like, I am that persona. Like, and again, it's a persona. Like, just because it says rich auntie doesn't mean you have to be auntie. You could be a mom. You could be a grandmother. Like, whatever. Like, but you embody the persona of the rich auntie, which basically is someone that's rich internally. Like, Mm -hmm. and and exudes externally through them in their fashion.
0: Okay. Okay, okay exudes rich in their fashion and my last question uh that i always have for guests when they come on as i'm perfecting this um everyone i believe that everyone is a gift to the world right Mm -hmm. and what would you like for your lasting impression on the world to be
1: ah that's a good one what would i like my last question to be um mm, I would say um erase what you think confidence is um and define who you are by who you are and not what other people think or see you as right like as people we all have insecurities and flaws right but I feel like um, comedians always say it back I I feel like a, comedians taught me how to be confident right really yeah. because they always say if you use your flaws and insecure like if you speak of your insecurities and your flaws nobody can use that against you so if you own truly who you are who can ever say anything about you and if they do i'm like they're not your maker they can't they can't judge you because if y'all both went up to them heavily gays y'all both got things to answer to so be who you are unapologetically like and even when you may not like certain things about yourself that's okay like <laughs> like nobody's going to be perfect like they're going to be things that you don't like about yourself be okay with that like embrace that and and recognize that's what makes you human (laughs) like Mm -hmm. that's what makes you human like there ain't one person on this earth that's gonna tell you they like everything about themselves and if they do they lying because we always have something we want to work on that we want to change that we're trying to involve it evolve into like we always are a work in progress so because we're always a work in progress like get out of your mind what you think you know confidence is because i feel like to me my confidence is my grounding like the more i'm grounded the more confident i am right like so when people like you know are you confident no i'm grounded Hmm. because i'm rooted in who i am right like and because as long as i'm rooted in who i am my confidence doesn't matter because i know who i am and i know what i give and what i offer so yeah, that I am who I am. Yeah, I am. I've been working mornings damn near my whole life. I'm not a morning person. Uh, I spend all my money in the summertime on crabs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I spend eight dollars at Starbucks. Right, like I I hate get washing my car. Mm-hmm. Like, I might go two days without making up my bed.
2: Right, like, right, right. right, right.
1: There's so many things like some people would be like, Oh my God, I just can't do that. Like I will call a maid service. If I don't want to clean up today, like mm. I, I will sit in the bed all day binge. I know who I am. I know that I could tell you probably how to run your whole business, but I'm not going to do it. Like I know who I am. I know, I know the, the traumas. I know the healing. I know who I am and can't nobody use that against me because I own it.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, Rich Auntie, thank you for joining us on the Keep It Uplifting Yay. podcast. And as always, keep it uplifting.